Hello, and welcome to MacCast, a podcast from the Department of Media and Communication at St. John Fisher College. I'm Dr. Lauren Vicker, welcoming you to a special edition of MacCast, celebrating the class of 2020. For this year's seniors, the COVID-19 outbreak brought an abrupt end to their final semester and their senior year. Many had to leave campus without saying goodbye to their friends and professors, and with so much uncertainty about their professional futures but we are still so proud of all our students have accomplished and we want to recognize them. During this year's Senior Week, as has been our tradition, we are releasing a series of mini podcasts introducing you to our senior stars, our award winners. In this episode, the James E. Seward Award for Excellence in Media and Communication. This award is given to a student with an outstanding GPA in the department and significant accomplishment in academic work. And the winner is Elizabeth Beach. Lizzie is the recipient of the Seward Award for Excellence in Media and Communication, named after Professor Emeritus Jim Seward, who taught in the department for almost 30 years and was and is much beloved by his students who are now alums. Lizzie, a transfer student from MCC, was the director of events for the Prima Group and is still interning at Rochester Regional Health in the Marketing and Strategic Communications Department. She graduates with the highest GPA in the department, just a few hundredths of a point shy of 4.0. Lizzie Beach, welcome back to MacCast. Thank you. And congratulations on winning the James Seward Academic Award. Thank you so much. So I say welcome back since you hosted MacCast in the fall and interviewed Monroe County Legislator Rachel Barnhart when she was on campus for a First Amendment panel, and that was something that you had actually planned and hosted. Yes, yeah. It was a really amazing experience. It was great. It was a really good interview. People should go back and listen to that interview. (laughs) So Dr. Seward is one of my dearest friends, and he came up with the idea of recognizing our academic scholar at graduation. So when he retired, we renamed the award in his honor. And Dr. Seward was actually planning to be here for graduation before the coronavirus pandemic hit. So I know he is among the many people who will be sorry to miss your graduation. So we mentioned that you were a transfer student. Can you tell us a little bit about your decision to come to Fisher after finishing your associate's degree at MCC? I knew about Fisher. Um, I wanted to stay close to home. And I knew that I wanted to do something in the realm of business and communications. Um, And honestly, Fisher came to a college fair at MCC and I went up to their table and the people were just so nice and the program looked like a great fit for me. So I just kind of immediately went for it. And after that, I just really wanted to go to Fisher and I was really happy to to be a part of it. Well, that that is great to hear. So you knew you wanted to study media management. I I knew that I wanted to do business, um, marketing, communications related things. I was actually originally going to transfer and be in the marketing um, major in the business school, but my transfer advisor actually um, heard, he asked me about what I was interested in and he introduced me to media management, which I didn't know existed. And I was like, oh, that's absolutely what I want. So it was great. So it's relatively new field. So tell us what it is about combining business and media and comm that appeals to you? So I like to be creative, but I also am kind of a nerd for data and analytics. So just being able to take classes like um, 
media management and economics and web analytics and then also take a design course a video videography course like being able to just dip my toes in a lot of different areas is what i love about it that sounds pretty neat so how quickly were you able to get involved in the prima group because we always say how you know transfer students you only have two years so you don't have a lot of time to wait around the first semester i went to a few meetings a little later in the semester because i was still adjusting and then i joined the um, my second semester at fisher i was just on a client team pretty low involvement um but i really liked it and i made a lot of friends really quickly um and then the next semester i studied abroad so i actually spent five semesters technically at Fisher, if you include the one where I studied abroad. So I had two after that, and I spent that those two semesters uh, on the e-board of Prima Group. So I had a slow start to getting involved, but um, if, you keep, if you keep with it, it's really easy to um, be heavily, more heavily involved and in, on the e-board and things like that. Right, so let's take a little detour and tell us about your study abroad experience, because it seems like a lot of transfer students don't know that's a possibility for them. Yeah, so I basically have always wanted to go to Australia, and I figured that studying there would be a good opportunity to to take a long flight and be able to spend more than a week there. Really, I just went to the study abroad office, told them I wanted to do it, and she was um, very willing to help me out and gave me everything I needed to know. And after that, it took about a month of planning, and then I was set to go. Then. Uh, the next year, so a year from that date. And it was really great. I learned a lot, experienced a lot, and it didn't set me back at all. That's terrific. And were you able to um, learn some more about media from a very different perspective while you were there? Yeah, I actually took media ethics and law there. So I got oh, wow. to learn about Australian law, and I actually learned that free speech is not in their constitution. So it was definitely a little bit of a different point of view, but a lot of their media is from America, so is very similar as well. Hmm. Okay, and I'm sure you learned a lot of other lessons as well while you were there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, what, um, you mentioned being on the e-board, but what made you decide that you wanted to be part of um, a leadership, the leadership team for Prima? So, um, Colleen, uh, was has always been someone that I studied a lot with and had a lot of classes with and she was the CEO of Prima and she reached out to me and truthfully I hadn't considered it just because I also work outside of school and I felt like it might be too much to handle um, but when she reached out to me I was like I felt like honored that she would want me to help <laughs> out that much so I was like yeah of course I'll help it honestly it was a little bit more work than I necessarily like would have had before, but it was definitely well worth it. And I had so much networking and learning opportunities because of it. That sounds great. Were you um, also involved in PRSSA? I know there's a lot of overlap between that membership. Yeah, I was the director of recruitment and retention for PRSSA, but really everyone on the e-board there pulls equal weight in um, planning meetings and networking events. And we actually got to go to San Diego last semester to the PRSSA National International Conference, which was pretty great. So it was really worth it. <laughs> All For that sure. extra work, yeah. So how working a lot of hours and being in this leadership role and taking all these classes, how were you able to balance everything? Basically, 
just don't like free time. So that's how <laughs> I've been like, it was okay for me because I like to be busy. Um, and it almost felt like my restaurant job became my fun time because I'm really close with my coworkers. So that was a really helpful part of having going from place to place to place and always being busy. Um, being able to like have fun while working is really important. Absolutely, it is. So this year you had some things planned and it didn't go quite according to what you thought would happen. So tell us a little bit about what happened after spring break. Yeah, so the first week that Fisher was no longer in session, we were I was supposed to, the Prima group was supposed to host um, Social Media Week, which would have been a four panel and one workshop event week long that had uh, we had over 14 panelists coming in to talk about um, social media and using it professionally um, visual storytelling in all different areas Um, and I was really excited to meet a lot of the people but unfortunately we had to cancel it Um, but I did reach out to the panelists and a bunch of them sent me over some advice that they wanted to give to students that missed the opportunity to meet them, which um, can actually be found on the Prima Group's website now. If you Very, good. Very good. So you were able to pull something out of it. Sounds like it'll be a good talking point for job interviews too. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> that you were able to do that. So in addition to finishing all your classes online, you were one of the few interns who got even busier than ever after the pandemic hit. So can you tell us about your internship? And um, I should mention under uh, Fisher alum, Phil Martello, uh, mm-hmm. tell us a little bit about what you've been doing, where you are and what you've been doing. Yeah, so I intern in the marketing and communications department at Rochester Regional Health. So they basically had to drop all communications and marketing plans that they had and have focused completely on um, like coronavirus related related content. So I help fill a lot with social media and I help our web director, web web team with a lot of um, like news articles and blog type posts for our website. And I've had to ri- I've had to have written like seven articles that relate to coronavirus at this point. So it's just, it got super busy and um, different all at once. Also having to balance working from home was uh, made it busier as well, but it's a good opportunity. So. Absolutely. So is it going to continue indefinitely or do you have a plan for what's going to happen? Um, actually today I talked to um, Phil and, finalize the indefinite aspect of it so like he they they asked me to stay on for the summer and then I asked if there was an end date and it's basically like there isn't an end date so I'm just going to be working for until at least until this um we don't have to work from home anymore because it's just a nice it's a very secure thing to have No, it is really nice. Um, So ideally, once you finish your internship, what would you like to see yourself doing? I think so getting hired at Rochester Regional would be really cool. Mm. Um, But if that doesn't work out, I definitely I think I do want to try and um, see what it's like to work in a agency of some sort just to get the experience. I've heard a lot of people tell me that that was a good idea to try both sides of it before you choose where you want to settle. Right. So I think I would want to try that. 
Yeah, that sounds good. So do you have any advice for students who might come in as transfer students about, based on your experience, what you would advise them to do? For a transfer student, um, eating lunch in the cafeteria is a serious piece of advice. Seriously? Wow. I I didn't do that at first. And I like really didn't have, I didn't make friends because once you're in a class, you know, you you're usually quiet like you do group work but to actually like make friendships if you see someone in one of your classes eating lunch like don't be if people at Fisher are really nice don't be afraid to like walk up to someone and just be like oh hey like I'm Lizzie and just introduce yourself things like that and then involvement in clubs in clubs academic and non-academic clubs are really fun too and you can find people with similar interests and things like that. Well, that's really good advice, and I'm sure Lackman will be really happy to have you <laughs> recommend the dining hall for lunch oh, yeah. So, Lizzie Beach, thank you so much for coming on MacCast, and again, congratulations on winning the Seward Academic Award. Thank you, and thank you for having me. MacCast is a production of the Department of Media and Communication at St. John Fisher College. Listen on SoundCloud or subscribe on Apple Podcasts, and like us on social media so others can find and enjoy these conversations. Jennifer Rari is our audio producer. Our original theme music was composed and performed by Dr. Joseph Lopicaro. Jordan Proietti designed our logo. Cecil Felton is executive producer. And I'm Lauren Vicker. Thanks for joining us as we celebrate the class of 2020.